Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Coffee with Bobby. Today, I'm having coffee with Jeremy Grant. So Jeremy is a single dad and an engineer technician at a medical device manufacturer who recently took his woodworking hobby online, sharing with the world how to start from scratch and share progress from the ground up. He is passionate about starting and completing home renovation projects and is happy knowing that other people are inspired by his ideas and projects. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty great. Thanks for having me here. Awesome. Tell us a little bit more about what's new in your world lately. Well, um, lately since it's supposed to have been me dealing with a lot of the um, uh, intricacies of what I, uh, being on TikTok and learning about the whole creative medium as, as a whole, um, adjusting my life to figuring out how much time I actually want to or can devote to all this, being a single parent. Um, also, just it, for the most part, it's supposed to just been me working and trying to find time to make content for those viewers out there who've been watching. Um, and of course, spending time with my kids. But for those of you who aren't familiar with Jeremy's work, Jeremy, can you describe a little bit about your style of content or your new hobby that you've taken online? Uh, sure. Um, so in mid April, I decided I was in the middle of doing a renovation project. Um, I have a house from the 70s. It's kind of, it was a bit of a fixer. It's all I could afford. Um, but I was working on a project and I decided since browsing TikTok and actually the only reason why I was on TikTok in the first place was to watch a DIY person in particular. Um, I decided I was just going to shoot like a time-lapse video and just throw it out on TikTok and maybe do some voiceover. Just, just try it out, see how it goes. Um, and within uploading it, that video, I think was the 15th of April by by the 17th of April, I had hit 10,000 subscribers and, or was it, yeah, 10,000 subscribers and uh, over 100,000 views, which allowed me to move into the TikTok creator uh, fund. And it was not at all what I was expecting. Um, I don't know. I just kind of thought I would throw it out there to see if it stuck. And apparently it resonated very well with a lot of people. And in it, I just, it was just a time-lapse shot of me putting together this very basic closet organizational system I put together myself and the, I don't know if it's because of the fact I talked about being a single parent, I was relatable to people on there or I, either way, it just blew up in a way I was totally not expecting. And so since then it's been, I've been trying to focus on making more content. A lot of people asked a lot of DIY questions either through messages or whatever. So it's been trying to kind of my content will try to focus on DIY things. However, it's been interesting as a medium because um, people also just, I guess, kind of wanted to get to know who, hey, who's this guy who's talking about all the DIY projects? So let's let's pry to that. And so then it's my content kind of little went a little off path, but it's been mostly mostly about me doing woodworking projects or home improvement projects. Um, and since being on TikTok, I've been feeling like a, a, a strong drive or a motivation to, I guess, better myself. Um, so it's, I'm kind of using it now to both for the DIY or for the DIY projects and also like my own personal fitness and stuff like that. And 
I guess my own well-being. Um, and it's been it's been amazing seeing the support I've gotten from this random community. I think I'm up to like 28,000 subscribers now or followers. I keep saying that's the wrong awesome. word. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I've had a variety of guests on who are on all platforms or they're not on a certain platform. And TikTok just opens up the doors to so many more possibilities for people right now, especially for creators or somebody who just like you, who's those like, hey, I'm going to try this out and see what happens. And it opens up so many doors that, you know, one video can take off and sort of give you the initiative to keep going with this passion project of yours. How long have you been into woodworking or DIY projects and things like this? Um, so actually, uh, for the most part, like it, my family grew up with a little bit of a, of, I guess, a, I, guess I don't want to say a poorer household, but we, we didn't have a whole lot of money to go around. And I was the youngest of five and my dad was very hands-on. He was always, my first car cost us $500. And so he fixed it and got it going. So it's one of those situations where we always made do with what we had. And I learned a lot from my dad in general about like, he always was always adding on to the house or doing something else. Um, learned a lot from him. Also in high school, um, I took a lot of, I took the, what classes were available for like wood shop and, um, some of the, there were two or so construction classes. Uh, my junior and senior year, I was actually doing vocational building trades, which in case anyone doesn't know what that is. And, and in the classes in this one was, it was a all year round program where you would get two periods of your day, you'd go out and build a house We from start to finish. So it was an interesting, it was a great learning experience. Um, Though I, at the time, I didn't know exactly what I was going to use to do. Like if I was actually going to apply that as a future career is mostly just be skating through high school and learning the things I wanted to learn as opposed to academic honor stuff just didn't, didn't interest me. Also, I didn't have the grades for it. So I focused on more of the hands-on things and thought I'd figure out my career further on down the road or in college or something like that. So that's where it started when I was after high school, I was not in a situation where I could do very many DIY projects, just living in an apartment or whatever, and eventually moved to working full time. And uh, I work at a, a medical device manufacturer in town. So it's not like I could use that skill there either. But um, like it's always been in the back of my mind. I wanted to make, I love making things. And even in my job now, I kind of, I kind of facilitate assembling things or putting stuff together. Um, so it's, it's always been in the back of my mind and I've just not had the opportunity to really focus on it. Uh, just being, well, at the time being married and having a house that didn't sure I do the home repairs, but it's like, I never actually sat down to go, I'm going to make this. Like, it's just, there was enough going on. I didn't focus right. on that at the time. So. Yeah. And now with being home and working from home in different aspects like this, like there are are more pockets of time to do different things. And as we all are at home, you start to notice like, oh, this closet could get reorganized or, oh, this table could get refinished. Oh, what am I going to do with this? I need to do something with the extra hour or two a day. Mm -hmm. So DIY is 
like one of these topics that hits home for so many and we all have been doing it in different ways. I know for myself and my boyfriend, we were doing like in tables and then we did a dining room table restoration and just random projects that we could find to sort of keep us busy and keep our minds from not going crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of similar application. Um, I actually started really focusing on this as an alternative I, after going through my divorce and separating from my my, my now ex-wife, um, I, whenever I moved out, went into an apartment or whatever, then I was trying to look for a home. I could afford a more move-in ready house, but it'd be significantly smaller and all these other options or trade-offs. Eventually I found the house I'm in now, which is just a split level from the seventies, but it was kind of in a little bit of some sad shape. And I mostly cosmetic kind of upgrades, I guess, not necessarily structurally unsound, but just small things, um, which turned into really big things. But uh, <laughs> um, ultimately I just decided that I would, like I kind of picked it, this house specifically because the fact I was trying to, I guess, distract myself from the, I guess the, the, the emotional weight of the divorce and everything in order to, because especially like split custody with the kids rather than being with the kids all the time, then I have these free gaps of time. And it's like, I, I, I need a distraction for these things. That's kind of what started it. Definitely when COVID hit and the pandemic hit, even though I wasn't forced to go, like my job was one where I had to keep going to the office. I only got sent home for like a couple months. So I was, I was still working on site all the time, but there were still those times where it's like, well, I'm not doing anything and the kids are here. So I better find something to do. And so then I start little by little, it started with, I think it was just something simple. Like I wanted to stand for my record player and I built my own. I mean, I, I take that back when I bought the house day one, my dad came in, dad and I came in here and tore up all the floorboards and tore out all the doors, replaced all the doors, replaced all new flooring throughout the whole house, just did some updates and stuff like that, that I don't know, maybe kind of I don't feel like we're super technical. My dad actually took care of the bathroom that needed to be remodeled at that point. And I kind of wish I'd had more time to work with X. Now I have a mm -hmm. second bathroom. I'm going to have to try to kind of figure out on my own. Well, my dad could still help me out, but I'd like to be able to figure out on my own. But um, after that, then I started looking at, well, I got this giant record player and some growing record collection. I made a separate piece of furniture just out of just basic pine boards you'd buy from Menards or whatever and just start making a a simple design frame and shelves for that and then I spiraled out of control from there to make not out of control but then I made a tv stand because it's the silliest thing but the surround sound the center channel wouldn't fit on my Ikea tv stand so I made a whole new tv stand pretty much just to fit that and all the video game consoles around it, but it's like, it, it's just started rolling into more and more and more. And that's how you learn. You learn by trying these new things. And that's one of the things that I think hinders a lot of people when they see like, oh, well, it has to be so intricate because if you look at what's on the store's showroom floors, wherever you're shopping for furniture, mm -hmm. whether it's Ikea or Kettles or you name it, and you're like, well, I don't have this amount of money, but I need it to be functional. 
and your mind just like goes down this rabbit hole of, well, what can I do right now to make it work? Yep. And being hands on as you are, you're like instantly, let's go to Home Depot, let's go to Lowe's, let's see what we can find, see how we can bootstrap this and mm -hmm. make it look nice, make it be functional and go with it. Yep. And that's kind of like how it started is, I mean, like I said, it's just regular pine boards or edge glued pine boards. You can pick up Lowe's or Menards is what, how it started, but I also put in it. I mean, it, Ikea, the majority of the stuff is either pine or particle board or, well, I always the cardboard kind of stuff is kind of fascinating to me, but you know, beside the point, if they ever have anything that's normal wood, normally it's, normally it's pine. So it's like, well, Ikea can make this look, mass produce it and make it look you know, still kind of stylish, but so I'm like, well, why can't I just use pine for, I don't need to buy all walnut or all oak in order to make a TV right. stand. I can do it out of this. And it, I mean, I, I love the way my TV stand looks and I get the most compliments about that when I show it off. So it's like, well, I guess this works this way. And it, I, and same thing, like you're saying, like I went, I, though I actually have it full of junk, I still like the idea of a more modern, of like a, a almost minimalist kind of design. Like I didn't put a bunch of effort into, you know, carving all sorts of weird swirls on it or whatever, a decorative thing. It was just, no, here's, it's functional, but it also looks nice. So it's kind of where the majority of my carpentry, I guess, or furniture making has gone is more, more function over looks, but it's still, I still put the effort in. So it still looks nice. So. And that's the key. Do you enjoy more doing like the furniture end of it? Or do you enjoy more like the on hands-on household projects, like bathroom remodels, the flooring that you were telling us about, closets, things like that? Um, I've also since remodeled my entire kitchen. However, cost of remodeling kitchen, you know, I think it ended up getting like three, four or five thousand or more. Like I didn't even replace the appliances. This is just cabinets and everything else the cost of that versus building a tv stand 100 bucks maybe or whatever like i would love to be able to keep focusing on nothing but home and renovations because i feel like i get a bigger it's it's one of those things where you put in more and you get more out of it kind of things and unfortunately just on my single dad income like i don't have a whole lot of the money side to put into the bigger projects but i do love i love both equally i just don't I got to prioritize the resources available. And so typically it's just been, I, I love both and I would easily do both of them if I could, but it's still like a balance of time and money. So um, yeah. Right. As with any hobbies and passion projects and you got to balance life and with it and so forth. But I can honestly see from your experience and especially with home building and DIY projects and so forth, that you know this can easily transition for you into somebody watching this show or watching your TikToks or seeing you repost stuff on Facebook and being like, hey, Jeremy lives close to me. How can I hire him for a weekend to do a project? Or how can I enlist him to do something else for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've I've yet I've not gotten that yet, but I've definitely gotten it. The most fascinating thing in which I, I love telling this story now, but I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm full of myself, but I got recognized at Lowe's in my town 
from my TikTok by two random, by a couple random strangers or whatever. I think TikTok has some interesting backend stuff. Like if you import your phone number or your contact list, I think you can kind of, I think it does like a, the a, friend, a friend of a friend kind of thing. Right. So maybe that's how I ended up on their for you page or on the, the wife of this couple's for you page. I was at Lowe's more recently and bumped into a couple that were, they were standing in the section with the closet organizational system, which is the closet organizational video of mine is the most popular one I have. In fact, to this day, I keep getting likes on that very first video. So it must keep on recirculating. But um, they saw my, as I was walking up and down one of the aisles at Lowe's, I walk up down the aisle with the closet organizational stuff and I, I hear my own voice because <laughs> they're watching it. And they're trying to figure out which pieces to buy, right? Kind of, yes. And it's the thing though, is that it, since recording that first video, I didn't have learned so much about TikTok, even though I've only posted like a couple more since then, but that was my first time doing the voiceover functionality. And I didn't know you could pause the voiceover functionality. So I literally did one giant take. Well, it's only a minute, but one minute take of all of what I wanted to say. And it sounds terrible to myself now. Like, it's just like, oh man, it's so, it sounds so bad to myself. Like I criticize my own first recording since I know I've improved since then. But either way, they were looking at this stuff and I heard my own voice and I was kind of coming up down, that, going down that aisle anyways. And the husband looks up and like, even though I had a mask on, like still manages to recognize me. He's like, it pointed pointed me out to the <laughs> wife and I'm like, this is yes, that is me. I'll take credit. It's like I'm I'm like, yeah, that's me. I feel embarrassed and proud at the same time. Like it's like it was like, well, it was just you know, we just wanted to say like we just saw your video and we've been having this closet, it's been driving us nuts, and we're just wanting to do something. We don't have all the tools to cut down, you know. They didn't have saws or anything like that that they could do the Mind you, it's very, I mean, I feel like what I did was very simple, but I've also been remodeling my house from like, I already had a chop saw or a table saw or whatever in order to put all this stuff together, but I understand some people don't. So it's like, but they were buying a closet system, just like the, what, similar to what I had made for my kids. By the way, they got inspiration from that. And it's like, this is really kind of fascinating. Like I, I, that alone was kind of worth it. Like it, just seeing the fact that my effort was encouraging others to do more. And so it's like, I, I was also kind of just struggling with before posting to TikTok, I was actually kind of struggling in my own headspace of, I want to, I need to do this. I need to do this project. Mm -hmm. the, the stuff for the girl's closet, I had those boards cut and ready for almost like three or four weeks. Like I just kept putting it off and putting it off. Like I just was maybe in a little bit of a slump or whatever. And just finally just said, no, I'm going to do this. Also, I'll take some pictures or put some video, you know, record some time-lapse and just install it, see what happens. Like it gave me the motivation to even try to do it in the first place or finish up that project at least. But ever since hearing that, it's also been giving me the drive, like try to think of what else can I do? What else can I make? What else can I show? And Though I have some background experience, a lot of stuff I still do, even the stuff I learned in building trades is, I mean, I learned that stuff when I was like 17 or 18. I've 
I've had alcohol and I've slept since then. So it's right. It's almost majority of it's mostly gone. I, I even if I somewhat remember it, I still I, I I feel like anyone can actually do what I do. I literally do Google every time and try to find here's how you do it. There's a bunch of DIY guides out there. And at some point I might actually try to work on a website and try to type up here's what I did and and also maybe just like, here's my guide to you if that helps you to put that information out there of this is what I did and I learned it from these other places or whatever. So, um, but yeah, the motivation of the fact that I've been motivating so many other people has just been, is encouraging me to do more as well. It's kind of, we're feeding off each other's positive energy. Like I'm encouraging them and they're encouraging me to keep going, so. And I know that feeling when you're motivating somebody like it just empowers you. It like the comments I get make my day. And it's like, your video was really inspiring today or this really resonated and I really needed that. And you're like, what I'm doing matters. And when you recognize that as a person, whatever you are doing, whether it's DIY home projects, whether it's going to a business, whether you're staying at home with kids, or a teacher, you name it, just having that extra like nudge of like, you're in the right field. You're doing mm -hmm. something that matters and thank you for sharing it. Yeah. And that's like, it literally makes my day, like doing these shows makes my day. I'm on a, like an elevated high of, for days on end of, I met somebody new or I'm chatting with somebody and just hearing the stories honestly yep. makes my day too. Yeah, and it's also kind of fascinating because for those viewers, Bobby and I went to high school together. I don't think we talked at all in high school. I think yeah, I, was, I honestly don't remember you. That's not surprising. <laughs> I mean, I was in the vocational wing. You were kind of more the honors kind of kid, I think. But yeah, I was in the smart academic side. Two different sides and like 350 some odd kids, but still just never actually had a I I knew of you, but I never talked to you or for any reason whatsoever. But yeah, just yeah. And it's interesting how our worlds collide on Facebook. So. Correct. Yep. And there it is. Right, there it is. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how that all plays out. But yeah. And now you're here on my show, which is amazing. Yes, I'm the you first know. one. For, I'm the first one from our class. Yay! <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, you never know how things are going to work out. And an idea just popped into my head, Jeremy. Like, take mm -hmm. it, run with it if you want. Um, but people always have questions when we do DIY projects. And honestly, you could have like a consultant line or something where it was like, oh, I need help with this. Or they send you a message on Instagram DM or they have a question and it's like $50 or something, PayPal donation. Yep. And like things like that, like honestly, I don't know how many projects that my parents have done or like I've started and I'm like, I don't know where to go from here. I need to call somebody or I'm like searching on YouTube for the answers, what type of polystain I should use and different oh, yeah. things. Yeah. I, I, I've definitely looked at ideas of trying to expand this, especially if I can make it a, a, a more of a side hustle or a more of a, or even just a career at some point, I don't know, but I do like the stability I have at work and this health insurance kind of helps at everything, but you know, uh, but it's still one of those things. Like I would like to make it 
if I can make a you know a little money off of it, that'd be great. And also help for it'll just pretty much circle back around and kind of, kind of keep funding more projects and more things. But yeah, I've definitely looked at. I didn't think about the consultant thing, but I've probably I might I might have to adapt that. But I was definitely thinking of trying to find other ways of either other platforms or something like that in order to implement or help help that offset that that cost the cost part into the bigger project thing so right I know as well as being like small business owner and like venturing out on your own and freelance life and different things it, it all goes back into the business at the very beginning mm-hmm. and when you have that sound advice like right now and you're like it's going back into it that's when you know you're doing it out of passion and out of love for it yeah. and you just keep on creating and creating and then it just all adds up yep that's i mean that's kind of what i was at some point i hope that i could get to that path of at least just being able to you know fuel but fuel back into it but there's also the other side of my tiktok more recently is like I don't have a whole lot of projects or a whole lot of free income to continue doing more projects. So I'm like trying to find something, but at the same time, it's like, well, people keep asking more about me. I might as well fill up this time with it. It's been bad, actually. Some of them were dad jokes. I'm just like, I nope, that didn't do so well. Let's just pull that out of there. It's I found it funny. No one else is finding funny. Let's just remove this video. Let's just kick it to the curb. But it's <laughs> But that's the thing. You got to try all sorts of things, try different content. People want to know the face behind it. Sure, mm-hmm. they can see a project being done, but they also want to know who's doing it. I, and that's the thing is like one of the first Q&A questions I got, I got it a lot was, and it's one of those things that a little bit too personal was like, why are you a single dad? It's like, okay, I've got this question so many times. I feel like I'm going to have to just address this now and just get right. it over with. Just and but yeah the other things just like i i've been trying out different things and like the, the next set of videos that i've actually gotten a lot of views have been more of me in my i guess workout regiment to kind of try to improve just get in a little bit better shape or whatever um and also try to kind of combine of like diy and diy gym kind of thing like i did a pull-up bar in my basement or a chin-up bar and and just like that, that video has also taken off in a different direction as well. But it's like, it's interesting what sticks and what doesn't. But at least I'm, I, for the time being, TikTok keeps throwing a little bit of spare change at me. I might as well just try to make something and see what sticks and exactly learn from it. And if it's more DIY, then at least I'm buying myself the time to save up money to start doing more DIY projects after, after, you know, after trying out all these other things. For sure. What can you say is some good advice for somebody who is sort of in your same situation? Maybe they don't want to do DIY videos, but they have a new idea, something that they like, but they just don't know whether or not they should press record. What was that motivation for you to say, I'm going to set up this camera today and press record? Um, uh... I feel like at some point very recently, um, I don't even remember. I, I wish I could say exactly where or what he was on, but it was, it was a previous recording with, of um, Kevin Smith, uh, the guy behind the Jane Side Bob and st- those movies and stuff, Clerks. He was talking about Clerks in particular because that movie was literally, uh, it was his passion project. He, 
I, I want to say he either took out a loan on his own house or credit cards or something and went out and just bought the video camera. Now, that was a very big risk because it was a very expensive camera, but he bought the camera and just shot it. And that was one of those things like he, he just said, sometimes the passion project turns into something more. You just have to just try it. And I think it's something, something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing. Don't, not quoting him directly. But he pretty much just said, we just made the decision to do it and did it. And that's kind of, I mean, I already had a cell phone and already had a decent camera on it. So I just, I propped it up. Like, I think it was literally propped up on a Gatorade bottle the whole time. Like I didn't even have a tripod or anything. I just found a way to hold this thing up this way. So the new TikTok was vertically oriented and not horizontal. So it's to set the thing up and just start recording while I was just doing what I was going to do anyways. And I just, it's one of those things you just have to, you have to try it. If it doesn't, if it doesn't pan out, then it doesn't pan out. At least you tried. So I feel like there's a Michael Scott quote that goes around. I just can't remember that right now either, but. But it's so key. Like you don't have to overthink it. Like if it's in your mind to do it, like I've shot photography, I've shot different projects. Like this works, like having a device, having a smartphone, whatever you have, like I think Chase Jarvis, he is a big commercial photographer and is also um, the CEO of Creative Live. And mm -hmm. it is a platform for creatives where you literally can watch videos from about anything and everything on Adobe to you name it. But okay. his main thing is like, don't buy new gear, like start off learning and using what you have and you never know what you're going to take and what's going to stick. And today, like iPhones and Samsungs and Androids and you name it, they have amazing cameras on it. Like you don't need some high state of the art video equipment to get started. Like if you have the idea, just start. Yep. And that's ultimately what it was. It just, at some point, I was like, I, because the fact that I was on TikTok and there was a woman out in Hawaii who does like a whole bunch of woodworking stuff on there and does similar DIY kind of things. I was like, yeah, I could, I could try this out. And so I just put it together. I just shot it. And I put, like I said earlier, like the voiceover was recorded all at one take. That was probably take like 80. Like it took a lot of tries to get everything. And then the, when I got it done, I still had like a 15 second gap at the end. It's like, Oh, let's let it play out. Like, I, I, I just didn't know what to do. Okay. Like, well, I at least got everything out of my mouth at least in the minute span, but it's just one of those situations. Like I, with that video, I wanted to try it. I just set it up and recorded. And then I put as obviously that, that part is kind of just recording what I'm doing anyways, but with the voiceover thing, I kept trying until I felt at least satisfied with what I was willing to put out there. Like the very first recording was just awful. It was like, there's no way I could send that out, but rather than sit there and just sit it out and let it, who knows, maybe with the voice acting voiceover on that first one, it would have not taken off as quickly, but I just kept re 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 recording again. It's just more of a time investment to make sure that what I'm, what I'm putting out there may not be high dollar, you know, super production value, but at least it was something I was happy with. So, and that's what I had to, it's kind of just what I did. Just tried it, 
and put all the effort I could into it. And I love it. Luckily it stuck. <laughs> yes. And it did stick. And now it's given you this new confidence to like continuously show up mm-hmm. and show up for this community that has been built, you know, of people who want to see new renovation projects or what you're doing on fitness and everyday life. Um, how has that sort of helped or affected your mental health and allocating time and so forth? Um, the allocating time thing is one I'm still working on. I, it's my iPhone. So I have, I have iPhone and it loves to give you that weekly update of here's how much screen time you did with that first week. It's like your screen time increased by 190%. It's like, th- thank, thank, thanks iPhone. I didn't want to see that, but, uh, the time thing is something I'm still trying to figure that part out. That's something on the fly and. I mean, again, being a single parent and also trying to balance household product, you know, household cleanup after the kids, let alone projects, but mental health, I had zero drive. Like I just had no desire or drive to do when I got home from work. And if the kids weren't here, I, I mean, I, I could have a sink full of dishes and laundry sitting in baskets and stuff that's ready to put away. And I just would come home and lay down and I just. I had no desire to do anything extra besides kids and work, but I feel like just the fact that I'm on the, the fact that it's the fact that I'm kind of sharing more of my life has given me more of a, I find a lot of fulfillment out of it. So I feel driven to keep doing more of it. And beforehand, I just didn't, I didn't have that with everyday life. So I needed something a little extra in order to keep me going. And it's definitely affected my overall mental well being Cause it's like, I feel like, I'm, I'm not sitting around in a slump anymore or in a depressive state. You know, people can tell you all the time, all day long, especially if you suffer from depression, go out and jog or whatever, but you know, getting your motivation to go and do that when you're depressed is it's, it's, a, it's hard to do. Right. But, it's like, I enjoy fitness and I enjoy running, but I see it with other family members of like, when you don't have that drive, anything like it's like pulling somebody out of the quicksands you know Mm -hmm. um but it's finding have you felt that it's getting you back into finding what you love to do like with the diy projects with the house projects has also helped that as well uh for sure and i mean that's the other thing too is like by the time the kitchen was done the remodel on that it I felt even burned out on doing home improvement projects, even though I know I love doing them, but it's just like, I mean, the kitchen took me about six months or so to finally get from start to finish. And I love the end result. And especially since like it, it but it's, it definitely has given me the drive to do more in my own, in my own interest, like in my own hobby and my own, whatever, like it, um, it, it definitely has increased my drive to do that as well. Even I feel like even if I didn't have such an immediate following, I feel like it would have still been like, well, why not keep trying it? Why not keep throwing this out there? Like it, it, it still made me feel like the few friends that found it immediately were like, oh, wow, you did a really good job. Like that alone made me feel like doing more. But then, mm-hmm. then it took off. It was like, oh, it, it's a little bit of like my brain thought, well, crap, now I'm stuck doing this. And also, yay, I get to do more of this. Like it was like a... a a mixed bag immediately, but at the same time, right. it's like, you know what? This is what I needed. This is what I needed in order to keep going. And also since then, like I, like I, like I talked about the, the, the 
I've started jogging again and I'm weightlifting with my friends and stuff, just trying to get healthier. And I feel like, I feel like that was even a struggle for me before the video came out. So it's definitely been pushing me in a overall more positive direction. I'm still trying to keep my head a little grounded because I've been giving a lot of flattering comments. I'm trying not to let those go to my brain so much, but. I mean, it's a great thing. Like I getting ready for a speaking engagement this week and the whole aspect of it is on change and the way our brain fears different things and the fears, the new and the novel, but it's some of these catalysts that we don't even realize whether it's an outside catalyst or an outside force or an inner drive for ourselves. Like the first thing for you was, you know, that inner drive to even post the video and then the outside catalyst that spurred it even further was it got promoted with the TikTok algorithm and thousands of people have seen it. It's just one of these changes that propels you to that next level and you've got to continue to run with it. For sure. And it's definitely that outside. It, the inside one was kind of already keeping me going anyway. It definitely made me want to do it, but the outside in particular was like, wow, this is awesome. I really want to do, I now I really want to do it. And it's also like, crap. I wish I've had a better financial state so I could keep doing more of them or whatever, but. But I feel like that's in an essence, all of us, like everybody at different points in life. I mean, whether you're well off or whether you're not, or like sometimes we don't all have that extra cash, the extra change. And we're always trying to figure out new ways of doing things, whether it's clearance shopping, whether it's bootstrapping a project, a DIY project or things like that. And one of my joys is I love to look at like clearance finds, especially at the grocery store and like Kroger's and things like that and seeing what's new and different out there. And I have found like so many different like pockets of jackpot things like for instance, over the holidays, it was finding instant yeast, like gourmet brands down to 10 cents from being $10 a pound. And it was just because they needed to get rid of it. And now it's gotten me into this new mode of, well, let's try to be creative and bake bread. And let's bake all sorts of different breads and different things like that on the side, just to keep my mind going or doing something different. And, you know, that's the same thing with DIY projects and things like that is like, okay, now how can we do this on like extreme budgeting? Yeah. Uh, actually, as one of your previous recordings I listened to, oh, I can't remember his name. Someone the third, I don't remember his first, his name, but he was the- Oh, Quint? The, yes. Yeah. Yes. Go figure. I went to the one with the, the woodworker kind of person, right? Yeah. Um, but, and, you know, his whole- business was based off of fallen trees like he would take the fallen trees off other people's properties and then repurpose them for art or art and furniture or you know whatever you want to describe it um but like hearing that kind of also made me think about so in my basement level of my house it had water damage at some point and there's sections of the the two by four wood studs that need to be that are just gone by termite damage or water damage or both. 
but there's other portions of the basement where there's two by fours in the wall that are in good shape, but they need to go anyways, because I'm rearranging or redesigning that basement area. And I was, while well, listening, I, the idea popped in my brain. I was like, well, those two by fours are still wood. They're still good. I just pull the nails that, you know, like you see people doing like pallet, taking apart a pallet on YouTube or whatever, taking all the nails out and redoing, repurposing it. So I just thought, well, like all my furnitures are made by two by twos and one by twos or whatever. They're really small boards. I've got a table saw and I got the stuff to kind of repurpose it. So I, I, that was the thought that popped my brain. I was like, well, I already have some lumber downstairs that I need to get rid of one way or the other. Instead of pitching it or whatever, I can repurpose it. Maybe make furniture out of the, you know, all of it may not be salvageable, but at least I could try that for the time being as, like you said, an extreme DIY kind of thing, like extremely budget DIY project. It's just like that gave me that motivation to try it. Maybe I'll try that out this weekend or whatever. Exactly. Like use what you have and try to repurpose it. And it's beyond funny to me. And coming from the Midwest, you'll understand. So I'm currently in Houston, Texas right at the moment. And I went out for a run. And it's the standing joke that every time I go for a run or in the neighborhood, I always find somebody's trash to pick up because there's literally these neighborhoods that I've been running in there's couches there's in tables I picked up a rocking chair last year that I got bored and I needed to do something creative and I was tired of doing art and I was like okay well I found a rocking chair I'm gonna re-sand it and paint it and see what happens and see if it sells and it did yesterday I went out for a run and I found an end table and I'm like taking a photo of it, paused during my run, texted my boyfriend. And I was like, look what I found today. Like, you want me, are you want to come meet me here? We can go together and load this up in the car. And like, I saw so much and people are like, Bobby, you're dumpster diving out here. And I'm like, that's the thing. Like you can repurpose it if you, don't want to do that get on Facebook marketplace people are giving away materials right now or it's super cheap so just take a look yeah and there's definitely been times where it's been uh, and people asked like especially with the remodel of my kitchen like people were asking well why don't you donate those cabinets to the restore or whatever you know the ha habitat for humanity restore or something Unfortunately, with my old kitchen, that they they wouldn't. I've already I called them. They wouldn't accept it. But it's also one of those things like it's old 1970s MDF. It's shedding. Almost not reusable. Right. But there's definitely been times where I've been going through a neighborhood and there's a dumpster out in front, and I see them toss out like kitchen cabinets that are newer and in decent shape. Also, because of the fact that I have a little time, I've got a Civic hatchback. Like I can't, I can't put, I can't actually physically take those things away. It's like. It'll be a blessing and a curse if I ever get a if I ever get a pickup truck because I'm probably gonna do exactly the same thing. Probably start salvaging like I've definitely seen tables or chairs. Like I've sold saw a whole dining room set sitting outside once saying free. I was like, oh crap, I I can't get that home. Right. I want I want to, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, make friends with somebody who has a truck because I've called my brother numerous times going. Hey, can I borrow your truck? Yeah. Like, it's... can I use this, please? Is like, what did you find? Oh, I'm picking up a dining room table. Yeah. 
Just something small. Don't worry. Yeah, about don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll refill it with gas. It's okay. Just let me let me borrow it. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing. Like we can put so many mental blocks in our mind as to like why we can't do the next project when, like you said, like you have extra two by fours in your basement. Why not use them? Yep. And it's uh, I I guess it's probably more of a maybe it might be like a, something about our society of as consumers or whatever we just think oh we gotta go and get the new thing to do another new thing it's like well repurpose re at some point I've I've definitely been getting some motivation from other videos of something similar with uh, someone picking up a dining room set from like a thrift store for twenty dollars and sanding it and staining it and painting it and reselling it for one hundred fifty bucks or something like that it's like oh. I never thought of that. I mean, well, I mean, that's what we did. Yeah. Like we found a large seated up to 12 solid, sturdy, mm -hmm. solid wood dining room table with leaves needed some SOS help and a little TLC. And like we spent three weeks, like sanding it all down, sanding all the pieces, staining it the color we wanted and then resold it. Yep. And, you know, like you can find these pieces anywhere. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Especially not, another, what is it? Another man's, one man's trash is another man's treasure. You know, sim similar exactly. thing, just repurpose it. It's better than it going into a giant trash pile to rot away and not be used. So, I mean, it's the same thing now with the, you know, the rise in popularity of like thrift store finds yeah. and the clothing resales and different things like that from Poshmark to Instagram has a bunch of different online resale accounts and so forth. Mm -hmm. It's actually kind of funny. My cousin up in Minnesota, actually, uh, I, while scrolling through Facebook one day, it just pops up just the, like uh, this guy, it's a new story on like NBC money about this guy in Minnesota who goes to Walmart and goes to the clearance section and buys stuff and resells it on Amazon and is made is now a self-made millionaire by doing this is not like oh crap that's my cousin <laughs> it's just like way to wreck the curve for family potential there bud I mean also good for you but also good for you but also yay it's just like a, a little mean, it's bit. a good win like you yeah have exactly yeah, no, no, I, I I do, but it's also jokingly, I'm like, way to wreck the curve, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just one of those limiting beliefs that you have on you. Yeah, so just, uh, yeah, 100%. More of my videos on that. Yeah, I definitely like, very proud of them, but also, crap, why didn't I think of that? But it also, you know, I could easily jump in on it too. There's nothing stopping me, but. Yeah, I mean, just. More time on that one. one evening a week. Yeah. What you find. Um, I haven't dabbled into the Amazon resale market. I've looked I, at it, but. Yeah, it, it's one of those things like, I don't know. If it, it's probably, again, one of those things if, because I have too many time investments, I think it's probably one of those things that it's more time that I don't have already. So it's like, yeah, I'll let him have, he can have fun with that. I'll check right. him on. I've got my own time and investment kind of thing I want to work on. So to each and their own. You're going places with it. Yeah. Or at least, it out. Yeah, at least trying to. <laughs> yes, definitely. Jeremy, what's been one of the biggest blessings for you over the past year? Well, I would say, uh, I mean, I could, I could rattle off a lot, you know, from the kids just being there and to, 
I guess also in general, the kids being a, an emotional, I guess, anchor for me to fixing point to fit, you know, focus on the kids in order to get through some of the tougher times. But um, I guess one of the bigger blessings would be uh, in March or April last year, I actually, even though COVID tests weren't readily available, I'm pretty certain that I, I, I got COVID-19 or the coronavirus last year in, at the end of March. And I guess one of the biggest blessings is the fact that it was like a really bad fever for me and I don't have any long lasting, at least as far as I know, you know, knock mm-hmm. on wood, I don't have any long lasting effects from that or I didn't have to get hospitalized, which again, I don't know, I didn't get a confirmed positive that it was COVID, but one of the biggest blessings if the, I feel like I've had is the fact that I'm pretty certain it was it and it didn't, I didn't have to deal with going, you know, I, I, it's a really big blessing that it didn't, it wasn't worse. <laughs> And um, yeah, that's for the, that that's been on my mind a lot more lately because in fact it's like it's been exactly a year since that happened. So it's like oh. it is definitely a blessing because especially with everything that we're seeing in the media and it plays on your minds of people who have lost loved ones from it, that it is a blessing and it's a blessing that you have this gift of life, you mm-hmm. know, and you have to do something with it. Yeah, for sure. Also, the kids are definitely biggest motivators. (laughs) Yes, for sure. I can imagine having them in your life just sort of continuously pushing and pushing yourself to be better. For sure. Wonderful. Jeremy, where can people find out more information about you? Social media handles and so forth. So as for the time being, it's mostly just been kind of just TikTok for the time being of the videos. Um, I did recently start an Instagram, but I've only got like one post on there. I, it, it, it's ever expanding, but I'll probably Instagram or TikTok right now um, at nerd dad renovations, which I keep getting a lot of comments about how awesome that name is. Okay. But I plan on expanding from there. I'll probably set up a website, by the way, I'll throw links up on Instagram or TikTok whenever that happens or maybe YouTube. I don't know, but for, for now, it's definitely TikTok uh, at nerd dad, Re- nerd dad renovations. Awesome. And I will make sure to include this wherever you are watching or listening to this episode at, you can find it in the caption and the show notes to connect with Jeremy on TikTok and Instagram. And when that website gets up, we'll also update it on the show notes here as well. Jeremy, it has been such a blessing and so much fun having you on the show today. And I am glad I got somebody from my hometown back on. And so you are the first one on this. And I wish you so much continued success. Like this is just the beginning for you. Thank you for having me on and thanks for the encouragement. (laughs) Yes, anytime, anytime. For everybody who's watching this episode today, I just want to encourage you. If you're feeling a nudge to do something, do something sort of out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's pressing record as you're making a funny video or doing cooking or a DIY project. Just do it. Like what's the worst that's going to happen? It may not be perfect, but it also may lead to something amazing. This has been another episode of Coffee with Bobby and today's guest, Jeremy Grants. Thank you so much.